tip. Good afternoon. It is September 12th, 2022. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Lehman, hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? I got a little bit of a choose-your-own-adventure today. Do you want to hear about the good football stuff that happened to me this weekend or the bad football stuff that happened to me this weekend? Let's start with the good. The good. 4-0 in fantasy starting the year. No way it's ever going to get worse than this. I think I just might win all the games. I mean, it just, you know, there was, there was definitely some some up and downs. But, you know, going into, into Monday night, I am very much in the in the driver's seat. Well, we all know what week one means absolutely nothing how many week one teams looked like trash last year and suddenly you know we're talking about them later into the season as actual contentions for championships here i think there were some surprising things over the weekend i think there were some not so surprising things over the weekend which one do you want to start with then or should we just continue talking about how successful our fancy teams are because i am also going to be for the first time ever 4-0 in the four leagues i am in that's never I just happened. want to make sure that we advertise it because we give all these, all this advice, and you know, it, there's some sort of a, you know, well, why should we be trusting these guys? Like, who, who, who are these? You know, eight combined eight and zero. Oh, so you, you came to the right spot if you listen to uh, what we thought were were good ideas. I think you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be in good shape. Now, I did take a quick glance right now, just a second ago, to see how we were doing in the pickums as we had made our picks our week. We're gonna do this every week. You can join. I guess you could play along at home if you really wanted to, uh, if you haven't already joined. I don't think you can join anymore. I think that's locked out. But uh, like I said, we did our picks, and uh, I think uh, I think we are tied for first. Uh, I don't know what other competitions out there, but clearly amateurs are in the group. So uh, <laughs> throwing that out there. I, not, not just that, you know, across everyone that plays in ESPN, uh, just a hair below the 92nd percentile. So, you know, not 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 too bad. I'm assuming that you uh, also have the um oh i'm on the next week uh you, that you have the broncos winning tonight man russell Wilson changing teams that's a tough one yeah it's funny because that's gonna actually i was already looking into my picks of this week and it's like man I, I, depending on how that goes tonight and i may alter my pick going forward i i did make a selection for the podcast but i may i may do some uh some alterations before sunday comes around uh Ooh, okay with with all that being said uh there, there's one quick question I need to ask you, and it's uh, who was your favorite character on How I Met Your Mother? Who's my favorite character? Uh, oh, it, it's been a while, but I think uh, you know, just easy one, just go with Marshall. Oh, and uh, how did they do this weekend in a college football game? I, I saw they had a game. I saw they played someone, and I really wasn't sure how I was going to sneak this one in. But I believe Marshall played the Fighting Irish, if I'm if I'm correct. I I I don't. Do they have a football team? Are they and good at this? Football? Is how it comes. This is how it comes around to my terrible uh, football uh, weekend. It started off on uh, Thursday night. Always this weekend, the first one of football is uh, always a uh, annual car show up in Lake George. It's a ton of fun. I just wish it was like two weeks earlier so it didn't have to compete with football at all. The uh, group of guys that are up there, great group of guys, don't care about football, not really sports guys at all. And the uh, the, the place is just mobbed with people and pretty much – in the past, I thought like, oh, well, I'll just watch it on my phone. You, you, you can always do that now. I couldn't even get like the ESPN app to work. The only thing that I had was you just giving me like a little bit of information. So that was Thursday. Then Saturday rolls around and I knew Notre Dame was playing uh, Marshall. But you know what? 21 point favorites. It, w- it was one of those ones like, I- I'm just going to see the score later, see how much we won by, you know, did we cover or not? Wasn't even a big deal. 
but once again, couldn't really even check the ESPN app, but was able to get a message from my brother to let me know that uh, college football is pretty much over for me this year. Uh, two weeks in and <laughs> not, uh, not, not so good. And then that led into a Sunday of uh, the Patriots game not being fun at all. Uh, we, I'm sure we'll go a little more in depth on it, but it wasn't a, a particularly close game. A, there was not a lot of bright spots. There was not a lot of good things coming out of the game. So it's the fantasy part was good. The rest of it was, uh, it was, was rough. So, you know, it's just like anything, just a little bit of balance in life. Well, luckily you didn't get to watch the Alabama game. Otherwise we would have to talk about that, uh, which they do some wild stuff at the end and somehow pull off some things. And they, Sneak on by just another week there where their season could have also been, I don't know, over. Is it, It's really, that's it. That's it. That's how college football works. Notre Dame's done. There, there's no hope for anything. There's what eight teams in a playoff now. How many? No, no, it's still, still four, still four. That's not going to happen for, for a couple of years, the expansion to 12, but uh, Notre Dame lost to Ohio state uh, the previous week. So with that, you know, we kept them pretty close. If we had won out, there might have been an opportunity. You know, things could fall right. But now we're basically just kind of in, I'm going to call it generic bowl of, yep, we'll probably be in a bowl game if we can, you know, kind of right the ship a little bit. But it's going to be a, not, not a prestigious bowl. All right. With that being said, how about we do a quick recap of week one? I don't want to talk about every team. I don't think there's a whole lot to say, especially seeing how we're going to talk about all of our picks going forward. But just a few highlights. I thought Buffalo looked like the best team of the week. Uh, your opinion? Oh, really? I guess I didn't see Buffalo play, but I thought that uh, the Chiefs and Mahomes, I thought they looked real good. I have no problem with that answer. That actually goes very much in hand of what I'm predicting happening throughout the whole year. They they looked very dominant. Patrick Mahomes looked like an MVP. And and that everyone else is, is going to have to scramble and figure out what the hell they're going to do. I think what was most impressive by Buffalo for me was – they didn't even play well, and they were in complete control of a game that, again, it depends on your opinion of the Rams. If, if they're not that good of a team, you know, maybe this is a, a win that this is what a good team does to, to a bad team. This is how that goes. But with having so many turnovers in the first half and still managing to be in control of it and only giving up 10 points, it may say a little bit more about the Rams. We'll know a little bit more going forward, but I, I just, I really liked I really liked what Buffalo was doing. I heard a Jets fan earlier. I think it was on, uh, I can't remember which podcast. Somebody was talking about how they, if you're a Jets fan, you finally just survived this entire Brady era and it's over. And without hesitation, Josh Allen and Buffalo just walks in and it feels like he's going to be there forever, just dominating and kicking ass forever. There's really a whole lot, not a whole lot of hope for the Jets. And I'm going to sadly say there's probably not that much hope for Miami as well, even with the victory this weekend. Uh but you, you, you're still going with Kansas City as the best team. Uh, any, anything particular? I mean, I truly didn't feel like they were going to miss uh, at losing Hill, but Kelsey looked good. Uh, the running back looked good. I thought Hilaire looked better than he's ever looked before. And they're underdogs now. Like, there's there's an edge to them that <laughs> I don't think the rest of the league is ready for that edge to come back. Like, th- these guys are going to be killers out there. Liam Holmes throws 360 yards and five touchdowns. Just <sighs> You know, scored in, in in every quarter, and that's just one of the things I remember when the uh, you know the Patriots were running hot. It's like you just you just score in every quarter. Like you you never have a drought. It's never hey man, we didn't score like this whole half or you know just even quarter. It's just like nope, no, nope, we're, we're we're getting something on the on, on the board, and so they they're able to uh, to continue with that. Uh, usually the Cardinals are a little better at the at the beginning of the year and fade towards the end, but you you get doubled up at home. Oof. 
All right. How about we go with our most concerned team of the week? Uh, I know we didn't really prepare for any of this. I'm just trying to find a way to talk about certain teams that I want to talk about. And for me, I'm most concerned, and it's not the Cowboys. All right. Get over it. Get over it. All right. This is there's nothing surprising there. Cincinnati, man. Uh, I, I'm kind of speechless of of the the magic and the not so magic of Joe Burrow. Where man, he's just throwing picks. We're just he's just out there just Ooh. slinging it out there. He, he, he take care of the damn thing. You know, like what are we yeah, what are we doing? And with all that going on, it's like you still got a chance to win this game, and he still made plays to give them a chance to win the game. But man, do they did not deserve to have any. They didn't deserve to be in this game, and I'm almost happy that they. I'm happy they didn't win. Is they honestly Pittsburgh deserved it a lot more, but uh, concern, red flags all over the place. This the, the the picks. I mean, first of all, he's getting hit way too much. I thought that was going to be something we were going to fix, or at least the idea was he's going to have such a good receiver core they're going to get open so fast that he's just going to get rid of this ball instantly. That didn't happen. That didn't look good. He had a pretty dirty jersey by the end of the game, and I don't see a quick fix to that kind of thing. And this is very much what happened last year. I mean, what the the playoff game before the Super Bowl doesn't he get hit like more than any other quarterback in like playoff history? Like that that sounds sounds about right. That happened. I don't know how we're gonna fix all this. So I'm I'm concerned about Cincinnati. Uh, is there a team that you share a concern with that is not named the New England Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be fine this week. Uh, yeah, I'm looking through the uh, through the list right now. But just that that game. Uh, you really knew you were like ready for football when you're watching red zone and the early games are coming down to the wire. And there are two games tied at 20 that go into overtime. And it just seemed like it just toggled back and forth between every kicker missing a kick. Rough, rough week for kickers, rough week for kickers. I I don't know how you fix that either. That's there, there was only one, truly one bad weather game of the week. And we'll maybe quickly reference that a, a little bit with the, be calling the Chicago victory over San Francisco. Are, is that a team you're concerned about? Because I didn't think Trey looked very good, and I know Justin Fields and yeah. Are exactly... you uh, are, are you prepared for your uh, for your victory lap there? You think after one week you you, you you've got that? You're gonna you know run around with the with, with the flag because uh, yeah, 49ers did not look very good uh, for sure. It was a uh, terrible terrible weather. It was one of those uh, afterwards when they ran through. And it's a huge puddle and they're just sliding through. Uh, that that did look like a bunch of fun. Hey, uh, I I think that was my best pick of the week. I think that was the one that you kind of laughed at, and that, that was the one I was most proud of uh, predicting correctly. Now, is is there one that you got wrong that that you're just not over? Because th- this whole Giants victory, I don't feel very good about calling that one. Uh, that the, the balls of going for two on week one, it just tells you everything about your team. It, it's like, is this valuing victories? Are we, we're going all in on week one. There's, there's no tomorrow. We don't want to play for overtime. We're doing two. It's like, what? Madness, pure madness. But I, I did pick the Giants to win. I don't feel very good about the way they won. It was very entertaining. I, I think you had Tennessee, though. Well, of course I had Tennessee. Why would everybody you have... had Tennessee? Nobody had Tennessee. This is, this is the only thing keeping you uh, up to pace. Ninety-five uh, percent of people picked uh, Tennessee, so you were in uh, the minority on that. And it's one of those hindsight. Yes, it did work, but. I don't think it was the it was it was the right move. What was there? Was there a minute thirty left? Well, first of all, the idea of we're just going to hand the ball off to Saquon and we're somehow going to be able to get to it was a shovel pass. It was was like one of the riskiest passes I'd seen all day. Well, it wasn't as risky as hoping that Daniel Jones was going to make a play. 
I still can't he believe did. he's the one that shoveled past it. I still can't believe he is a starting quarterback in the league. And that the team's the team's good. Saquon looked great. I Saquon looked really good. Yeah, it looked like that uh that speed burst was back. When he got up the sideline a couple times, oh man, just turned it on. The Jets just gone. Gone up the side. And he looks strong as ever. He he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna keep this team in games. The, the problem is it's gonna come down to the quarterback play and they're gonna lose games because of it and it's not going to have anything to do with him, and I, I'll feel a little bad for that. I mean, screw the Giants, but, you know, whatever. I got I, I got the week one. I'll, t- I'll take that. Uh, Here, here's a fun fact for you on the Giants. This is the first time the Giants are over 500 since 2016. Ooh. That's before the pandemic. <laughs> well, the pandemic wasn't long ago. Right? We, we can't – I'm not even sure if it's over. Is it over? We, it's done? We, when, was there anybody out with COVID this week? I, I have no idea. I don't want to know. It doesn't matter. I, I like that it's 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 between, you know, coaches and the, their locker room. It's, I don't. It's not. It's not our business. Uh, all right. How, how about one more red flag team before we just jump right into some picks here? Uh, I picked the Green Bay Packers to beat the Minnesota Vikings, and I remember when we were doing our division picks, I was like, well, Green Bay. I guess they should still be good, and then you know everyone's kind of a lot of hype around Minnesota. But I mean, I'm not I'm not sold on Kirk Cousins. I mean, I think there's a ceiling there that's just not not good enough necessarily to get to that next level. And I don't know, it looked pretty good. Justin Jefferson was a very dominant performance out of that. Dalvin Cook is still healthy. I think Jefferson's but- first half line was ridiculous. It oh, he he and it, just some of the things he was doing. Uh, you mentioned now, you know, not so sure about Kirk Cousins, but this might be one of those situations where a wide receiver is just so good, the, the quarterback just can't be terrible, just has to be serviceable. Just, hey, you know what? Whenever that guy's in single coverage, you just throw it to him. Don't worry about where the guy's covering him. You just throw it to him. He's good. He's going to come down with it, and he's going to make a play. All right. Any games you want to talk about from week one, or you want to just jump into our week two picks? Taking our last – Last final look here. If there's any, oh, uh, just the uh, Sunday night game. I hope tonight's game is a little more fun. I definitely would have thought that last night's would have been better, but the Cowboys didn't do much. It was basically all uh, field goals for for most of the time. So even uh, even the Bucks and, and Brady, I wouldn't say we had like a had a great game. Uh, Fournette was definitely uh, run, running people over. Mike Evans uh, was looking looking real real good, but. Uh, kind of a crappy way to uh, to end the night on a just a, a kicking dud fest that wasn't uh, wasn't very exciting and then of course at the uh, at the end uh Dak getting hurt sounds like he's going to be out for a uh, for a couple of weeks uh you know a couple couple other other injuries but it, it wasn't like the Cowboys were, were were moving right along and then the Dak injury happened it was like the Dak injury happened i think with like 4 minutes to go the game game was already over All right is it crazy that i i really thought the team was better without Dak I mean, was his hand broken before that play, or was it injured prior, or, or the, what, what was going on? Because the backup comes in, and suddenly they're just getting first downs. I remember I was messaging you, being like, "Can we put Dak back in? They're they're moving the ball now. The, the, the chains are, <laughs> chains are getting moved. They haven't been able to do this all game." No, I I think it was just one of those, you know, we were up two scores. We don't need to be worried about this game. There's four minutes left. The backups in, and you're just in prevent. So you're you're no longer trying to just stop the offense. It's we're just prevent, you know, just, just no touchdowns. Yeah. We'll give up first downs. Like this guy's going to make a mistake. So I, I think it had way more to do with that uh, as kind of walking it in at the end of the game. than uh, this guy was better than Dak. 
I was very impressed with Tampa Bay. Very, very impressed. I, I didn't expect this team to peak week one, and the improvements that they can make if they're able to stay healthy, Brady looked sharp, and guys were getting open. Julio's – this is week one. The, the chemistry is just going to grow. The fact that he's already trusting him in this way, it's going to be really hard to guard Julio on short little routes like that to the outside with Godwin going across. and you He's know, still pretty big. Evans going you know, deep, and, and there's just – Oh, uh, Chris Chris Godwin got hurt. He's, he's going to be out a couple weeks. Well, that's not necessarily shocking. I wasn't even sure if he was going to play yesterday. Yeah, it's literally nothing to do with his knee, and I guess it's not super unusual when you're rehabbing the knee. You, know, you kind of overcompensate. So, uh, yeah, and it's just uh, uh, yeah, expected to miss time. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but maybe Julio can kind of fill, fill that role. All right, let's just jump into week two games here. We can talk about whatever teams you want in each matchup, right. but we'll try and keep it quick. We actually get a really – well, I anticipate a really good matchup this Thursday – between the most entertaining division in football, we're going to have the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm rolling with the Chiefs. I, I think Mahomes is great, but I, I could see this being a real real good measurement game for, for Los Angeles Chargers here where they can actually see where they rank against this. And who knows? You know, they stay in the, they stay in the game, and they certainly have enough offensive talent, I think, to throw a decent punch that maybe they pull something off. Maybe they make a statement of their own. But I, I'm, I'm rolling with Kansas City. I think that this this team is going to just destroy everybody in the league. I think they're going to score so many points. They're, they're just on a mission to embarrass everyone. I, I think Buffalo is going to try to do that, but Kansas City is going to successfully do that. So uh, I'm, I'm big on Kansas City. I, the Chargers, I'm sure, will score a lot of points, but I don't think it's actually going to be a threat. Uh, I'm also going with Kansas City. I think it's going to be a close game, though. I, uh, I'm not going to just fall in love with one week of, uh, of looking good, but I think they'll they'll figure out a way. And just a reminder for uh, everyone, Thursday night, this is going to be on Prime Video. So got to go to Amazon to uh, to find this one, or if, 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 it's, if it's local for you. But if it's not local, that's where you're, you're going to find it. So if you're looking for it on your TV, you're going to have to do a little, little extra. You know, plan, plan ahead. It's not going to be, uh, you know, on NBC this year or this time. Is it still on NFL Network? I'm not assume, sure on that. I would, I would assume it's still on NFL Network. Like, what's the point of purchasing NFL Network then? Like, if there's never going to be a game on there? I could say the reverse from Amazon's point of view of saying, like, hey, if we are running this game, why would we also let you run the game? Like, you have to come exclusive rights. But talk about usually uh, Thursday night games can kind of be a, well, I guess I'll watch it because it's football. But this is a, like you said, there's probably going to be a lot of points. So definitely figure out how you can uh, how you can watch it. I know, I know some guys last week in their fantasy matchups. I think it might have been my dad. He, he's going against a guy who drafted like five Buffalo guys. He had like the kicker, the defense. He had Gabe Davis, and he had Josh Allen. And you know they, they just put up like you know eighty eight points. And it's it's Thursday. You're going into Sunday down. You know he might have been down eighty eight zero. I don't think he had anybody going, and it, it's just daunting. And I, and these two teams have a huge huge list of fantasy players and. Key players are going to put up a lot of points, so don't don't be shocked if you're going into a matchup against any of these guys down real big early, because it just it's going to be all right though. All right, it's going to be fine. There's a lot more games on Sunday. It's just it's going to look a little daunting, I think, if these Thursday games continue to be like this. <laughs> uh, all right, so next uh, week two, uh, New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns. I actually thought Cleveland looked pretty good last week. I. I really wanted Baker to look a lot better. Unfortunately, Baker continues to look like the the struggling Baker that we've seen in the past, and that was just disappointing. I really just wanted to see some competitive edge out of him, and I thought he was going to pull something out, but he 
It just wasn't. And Cleveland looked great. Kareem Hunt was awesome. I, I all the everyone's laughing at all of us in fantasy that was like, why would you want to draft Chubb at that price when you can get Hunt this late in the rounds? And it's like, well, I thought they wanted to, he wanted to trade, and I thought this team with the whole Watson cloud to go over everything is just going to distract him. But at the end of the day, there's there's a lot of talent on this team, and they really should be a, a superior team. And I don't know if they were great or if their expectations are are gonna you know last with their quarterback situation, but I think they can handle the Jets this week. So I'm going with Cleveland. I feel bad for Baker. I just wanted Baker to just kind of one more jab at him. Yeah, they just left a little too much time. They made the fourth quarter push and you know kicked the field goal, and then you know defense just couldn't keep them out of a uh, out of field goal range, and then you know it's just game over. But I will also be uh, rolling with the Cleveland Browns. Hey Zach, we're better than the Jets, right? The Patriots. I hope so. We're gonna, we're gonna find out real soon. They're in our they're in our division, so uh, no little home and home. We're gonna find out. Oh boy, I I'm not ready for that. That's that may be a rude awakening where it's like, well, we're we're competitive against these this team, <laughs> and that, that's it. Uh, all right, next next game, I got the Washington Commanders versus the Detroit Lions. I actually was impressed with Detroit. I think a lot of people were you know saying, well, look at look at Philly. They put up a lot of points. AJ Brown has a big game, but I actually. And much more of the opinion that I couldn't believe Philly gave up that many points to Detroit because I don't think Detroit's offense is that good. And I think that's a little concerning for the Philly defense. Uh, that being said, not a whole lot of nice things to say about the Washington Commanders. Uh, Wentz was cooking, but I mean, what, this is going to be the first time ever since his like rookie year that he's going to pull this off for an entire season. I, I think the the sad parts and the not so fun part about Wentz uh, returns week two and uh, I'll I'll roll with Detroit. I, I think Swift can uh, can kind of steal this game, just game control here. So uh, good for him. Hey, did you know that the Saint Thomas or Saint Brown that there's two of them and they're brothers and they both scored touchdowns week one? Uh, I knew that they were brothers from Hard Knocks, but I did not realize that both of them scored a touchdown. Yeah, no, they they both got a they both got a touchdown. Uh, yes, yesterday. Yeah, yes, yeah, yesterday. Oh, cool. No, I did not. Uh... I'm not pick up on that. Uh, I feel like that would have been something that we really would have like it would have hammered me over the head with. But maybe they were talking about that late in the uh, in the in the, the game last night where I had, I had gone to mute once it was a you know two score game. Oh, good old good old Scott Hansen, man. Red Zone. He's just got he's got everything. He's so he's so good. It's great that I know he cares so much about it because it's exactly the type of person I want to char- in charge of my remote, which is really what he's doing the whole time. It's it's great. Gra- glad to have him back. Scott Hansen back on the books. It's 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 just great every Sunday. Uh, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. I was very impressed with Tampa Bay. I didn't think they've even close to peaking right now, but I, I see glimpses of things that are going to be really hard to stop, and as long as Brady's able to stay healthy. I, I, I want to dislike Fournette, but there's really no reason to dislike Fournette. Like, he was in a bad situation in Jacksonville, and those legs have like no miles on him, and goddamn, he's he's really good. There's no reason to say like just because he hasn't done a whole lot of recent to say he can't be really good this year. And and I think he's going to be the safety blanket for Brady. That's just, just going to be really hard to stop this team. The the, the Cowboys may be a really bad team, but I, I thought they the way they they handled him and took control of this game was just typical Brady fashion. Where I, I'm I'm not I'm not trusting in New Orleans to really take over this this, this series here. So. Uh, maybe maybe you are though. You you gonna take a chance in New Orleans? I I'm not gonna go with uh with the Saints. I'm gonna stick with uh, Brady and the Bucks. But is Michael Thomas back? <laughs> I, I, 
All right, on fantasy wise, yeah, it's great. But he, I think he played like four snaps, and two of them were like at the two yard line, and they were both touchdowns. <laughs> I, I didn't see him in yeah, play no, a whole lot. No, I don't think he had any fantasy points in the in the first half. But yeah, two touchdowns in the in the second half. That uh, you know, just you know, start start small. Uh, you know, for a guy that hasn't played in you know in a long time. Much more concerned of the Alvin Kamara running back situation. These running backs, I know that the length of careers can only be so long sometimes, and they know the the drop off could be quick. I I will be very sad if the Kamara drop off is is happening this season. I I think he's got one more season in him, but not not a very good week one. And Winston, man, it, again we we can root for this guy as much as we want. You know, we kind of want him to heat check and let him cook a little bit, but. Man, when it's bad, it's 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 rough. It's it's, it's, it's real bad. It's, it's it's just like you know, you have such a high ceiling when he's cooking and it's all going his way, but that that confidence like just talks him himself into so much trouble so regularly that I, I don't think they're going to be able to outduel Tampa next week. Uh, all right, Carolina Carolina Panthers versus the New York Giants. I'm rolling with the Giants again. I, I think Saquon looked really good, and I, I have a lot more nice things to say about him versus. I think McCaffrey is he hurt already, or or does can we not get him the ball? What what happened last week with the Carolina Panthers? It, it, frustrating stuff. I talked about Baker, but McCaffrey again, disappointing week one. Give it, give you us your pep talk. Yeah, he wasn't great. He had a touchdown. Okay, so there was a lot of he running backs touchdown. with touchdown. He had a touchdown, and he didn't leave the game injured. I I took this as a as an enormous win. Well, you kind of have to after you've been just you know riding that McCaffrey train for three years. I think if yeah. anything, if anything's hurt our uh, our fantasy credentials, it's been you just sticking to that train this whole time. You, I mean, you can't even give us any other fantasy advice beyond the guy that was the best fantasy player three years ago might still be the best fantasy player this year. I think it was a bold take, and I gave you AJ Dillon. So, you know, I, I think it's not just it's not just uh, Christian McCaffrey, but yeah, he uh, you know ten. 10 carries, you know, not, not very many, many yards, but he was still in the, uh, uh, in the, in the receiving game here, here and there. And yeah, he, he had a touchdown. So I, I am not uh, too upset about that. I did see some, some stuff on Twitter that was digging into the analytics a little bit. And it was actually very un Christian McCaffrey, like the amount of workload that he got. But if I can balance out the, like, you are going to give him like way more, targets and carries than anybody else but that means in week four you're just done for the year like i will take this and just boom you're just gonna be ready to go so i i did not take that as a he had a terrible day uh i think that he could definitely be doing more on the uh on, on the ground and i think you know just him, him and baker they're, they're gonna finish they're gonna figure it out I, I think they're gonna be okay are you picking him this week against the giants i am picking the carolina panthers all right, that'll be a fun one to tell you one more time. Hey, look, Giants win again. This is great. It might not ever happen again. Just, just, just letting you know. All right, next week, not the fun matchup here. This is the this is the one we're probably going to spend way too much time talking about. It's the New England Patriots versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's in a hell of a matchup last week with some crazy stuff of winning a game that they probably should have won by a lot more, and yet somehow they didn't really. I don't know. They're they're like the ultimate coach team that stays in games but i don't know how they do it like it's not really impressive like I, i'm not fearful of pittsburgh but yet they somehow stay in these games and they win these games and maybe they'll be able to stay in a game against us because i don't see the threat all that being said i think belichick has a trubinsky plan he's been high in this game and just dying to go against him i think for how many years now so i'm, I'm excited to see what the defense will be able to scheme up against them and maybe 
maybe that'll be enough because I am also going to pick the New England Patriots here. I, 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 I don't feel good about it, though, and I won't be shocked if Pittsburgh wins. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think some of our uh, bad luck is going to turn around. I think some of the Steelers' uh, good luck is going to turn around, and it's just going to be just enough in our favor and see if we can uh, get something, get a little momentum. Uh, do not like that uh, Mac Jones is already getting tests done on, on his back. Uh, you know, I'm not a NFL quarterback, but I got to imagine if your back isn't feeling great, that isn't great for you being able to perform well. So sounded like they went through all the tests. Everything was okay. But just the fact that he had to go get that done after a week one uh, loss, is just uh, not, not what you're looking for. Well, we might have the better Harris this weekend. If the other one just doesn't play uh, Najee, I don't think he's expected to play. I think they're, is Jabrisky beat up too? Are they going to play with the the picket? Picket is the that guy up? I think there might be someone. Else. There's one other injury in Pittsburgh. I can't remember who. Somebody else got beat up. Uh, it was uh, T.J. Watt. That's uh, who. Oh, it man. just seems like he's got a uh, a torn pack. Yeah, that was awful, man. T.J. was like having a hell of a game. I don't know if you saw some of the highlights, but just really making an impact. I mean, they're going to have nightmares about T.J. Watt. It's it's sad that he he ended a. Ended on an injury, man. It's probably going to be yeah. Done I for... think uh, I think yesterday and earlier today it was looking like uh, Najee might not play, but uh, recent reports from uh, this evening are saying it sounds like he should be uh, good to go. Well, that's not good for us. Again, that may alter my pick. All right, anything else for the Patriots? Can you give us? Is, is, do we want Mac Jones to play? Or are we really excited for a Hoyer versus who knows over there <laughs> matchup? I think right now I don't think that uh that I think Hoyer's the the third guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like the odds of that. I I still think he puts Hoyer in. I uh, why would he not be the second on the depth chart? I don't know. Why why do we have Patricia calling plays? I thought he was a defensive guy. There's, there's a whole lot of things we could ask questions about here that are just just suspect. Like how how have we spent so much money on wide receivers and not have one wide receiver? I, I, I'll give Myers though. Myers was solid, but that was that was a draft, right? We didn't we didn't pay him or draft or uh, a trade. No, we for don't. Him. We don't pay pay a lot of guys. Uh, we were supposed to have a good rookie this year, but then he, uh, I think he tore his uh, or he, he broke his collarbone. Does that sound right? I don't know. But, I mean, that was just preseason. So uh, also, where where are the tight ends? Where, where where's uh, we got Delaney Walker and we got uh, Hunter Henry? Where, where were they? Were they on the field or were they just blockers? Is is that is no? That it's point? not Delaney Walker. It's a different guy, isn't it? No, it's the it's the other guy. It's not Delaney Walker. It's uh, J- uh John U. Smith. Sorry, it's just former former Tennessee uh, fantasy week one. I'm I'm looking at it, just pulling out names from the wrong team from wrong yeah. wrong era. What, what? Well, he 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 is a free agent, so uh, you know maybe we'll be seeing uh, you know, some real jumbo packages and just all tight ends. Well, I don't know. Well, hopefully, we see. I got you. Got to remember, you know, we 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 had such a run of success, but you, you ne- never too high, never too low. You know, try to keep it kind of even keeled. And after week one, I'm trying not to get not to get too low. So just don't not not too big of swings. That's that's what I'm. That's how I'm talking myself off the off the ledge here. I'm not gonna feel great about being zero and two and Pittsburgh being two and zero. That's that's not a good feeling. That's that's not gonna be good. We we gotta get it. We gotta get it right this week. Uh, next matchup: Indianapolis Colts versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is is Indy still just are they just playing for ties? Is is that the dream of just almost getting into the playoffs and then just taking it away the last second? I, Tie. Infuriating team. I 
feel bad for the fan base because I actually think this is a pretty good football team that just finds ways to not win games despite being pretty good at the game throughout the game. Does that, does that make any sense? You don't think that they are feeling pretty good this morning because they were down 20-3 uh, to 3 and then 17 points in the fourth quarter just to tie it. So, I mean, you, you would have thought going against the Texans, you would have been able to get the job done. But I got to imagine when you are at, uh, you know, the end of the third and you're down 17 points, just like, oh, like – might might feel like yeah you might have got away with something. Well, the comeback felt a little fluky the way they looked. I mean, we still ended in a tie. Like if you were the better team and you proved it in one quarter, why couldn't you prove it in overtime? There was tons of possessions that in that overtime. So many opportunities, as well as you're going against a team that is isn't trying to win. They they, they have draft pick expectations for the season. I know it's week one and everyone thinks that they're playing for it, but. Indy's playing for a playoff spot. Houston's playing for different stuff. Right? No, they should have struggled against that, and I think that's a red flag for this team. Uh, did uh, did Blankenship miss at the end of regulation, or did he miss in uh, in overtime? I, I I don't know. It's still it's it's awful to be this it, judgmental. It, it, but it was it was fast and furious with it all happening like in the, those same two games back and forth. It, it was and th- those weren't the only uh, kind of big big time misses. So I, I don't blame you for not knowing exactly when that was if i'm if i'm not mistaken mcpherson for cincinnati somebody hit like a 69 yard field goal or 59 yard field goal earlier in the day i, I want to say it might have been mcpherson and then he just misses everything at the end of the game to win the game we we got we got a a, uh, a doink i mean it, <laughs> well, we i did not want the, to be a kicker yesterday well with the, with at least cincinnati you have the the long snapper got hurt so you got you got another guy snapping it and you could see the snap went high on a couple of them like at least two of the misses i, I think they're just they, he's catching it high and he's putting it down now if you're the kicker i, I you shouldn't be I, you can't look at that just just walk through your thing kick it hope the guy just gets it in the right spot R- rough week for kickers rough, mm-hmm. rough week for kickers all right so uh i'm going with i i i'm gonna go with jacksonville i i i want to i want to like lawrence i don't really like what was going on with with uh, Indianapolis, and I, I'm 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 worried about it. I I don't know. I'm not very convinced uh, that Matt Ryan's going to be able to get the job done. And I like the upside of Lawrence and and uh, although man that that the, the the rookie or not is he the rookie running back? He he dropped like two touchdown passes. Just just dropped. Just dropped him, man. Rough rough for Jacksonville. So hopefully they can get that ironed out. Uh, but I'll I'll go with Jacksonville. Who you got? I'm gonna go with uh with the Colts. I'm just gonna gonna play it play it safe. Matty Ice, love putting money on that. All right, next one, Miami Dolphins versus the Baltimore Ravens. It, it, you know, we may just be a bad team, so I'm not really bowing down to Miami. I'm not as threatened as I thought they would be. I, I thought they'd be better, but Tua, Tua's not good. I'm sorry, he's not. He's, he's going to win some games because his team's good, but he's, he's not good. It's only a matter of time before they play a team that's actually competitive, very, very much like the Ravens. It may be obvious right now where they're just going to fall short. And, and there's going to be a limitation with Tua that I, I think you're not going to be able to beat guys like Lamar Jackson with, with Tua. And I think you're going to see that this week. So I'm, I'm riding high with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm riding with Lamar as well. Plus, uh, you know, if we want any shot of this division here, we, we need these sort of teams to lose. You know, I'm not, I'm not rooting for Miami. <laughs> that's, that's not what I want to happen. Uh, speaking of teams that always finds ways to lose, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Los Angeles Rams here. Nobody loses like Atlanta. No, nobody blows a lead like Atlanta. 
week one, I don't know. It feels like it's just on a, a broken record machine of every year there's an opening game where Atlanta is like in control or has some upside or has a chance to win and then finds a way to just not win. <laughs> and it's awful as a Patriot fan that it's still so satisfying. It's years later. It's so unrelated. <laughs> it, it really totally shouldn't. Different teams. <laughs> it shouldn't even make me smile, but it makes me so happy. It, it's and uh, and unfortunately, I don't think that they're uh, that the trend's going to change this week, where they're going to play the Los Angeles Rams, who looked really, really a little unprepared. I think against Buffalo, I think they'll look a lot more prepared against Atlanta. Who, again, this is a team that probably shouldn't be trying to win. Maybe they're a lot better. I, I actually thought Mariota played very good. I, a lot, of, a lot of nice things to say about him. Maybe the best he's ever played, but kind of like with Wentz, where I think this will all even out, maybe even next week, where it's like, well, he was this, but this is he also comes with this package, and you know, there's a lot of luggage coming with him, and I don't know if you can handle it. So, uh, I got Los Angeles. Who you got? I'm also going with the Rams. I think this is a uh, get-right game. Like you said, a little underprepared going against Buffalo, and Buffalo uh, was able to take advantage of that, but I think going against the Falcons, you're, you're at, I guess they were at home before, but you know, at, at home again, you, know, you don't want to disappoint your fans. They're going to come out and uh, take care of business. Uh, shout out to the rookie uh, London Drake. And also, why don't they throw pitch the ball ever? Uh, let's let's do that a little bit more often. Uh, that, that's a little concerning. All right, next game, Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. I'm so against Trey Lance that I'm still riding Seattle. And I'm, I'm saying that today. Sight unseen. I love it. I'm saying that right now because I don't know how tonight's game is going to go. And I'll be honest, if they end up looking terrible tonight, I may I may flip this one. I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? This is an honest podcast you gotta ride, here. You got to ride this anti-Trey Lance thing. It's been you, – you planted your flag way early in the preseason. I think you just – you got to ride with it. It, it, it. Especially now. Like, you're ahead. You're, you're playing with house money. All I want to say is all Seattle has to do to win this next week is just be competitive tonight. And I think they will be competitive. And I think once the competitive juices get going, that they're really going to bounce on a team. They're just going to – they're going to they're gonna be all over Lance. I, I think they're going to see blood in the water with this guy, and they're going to see weakness, and they're going to go for it. And it's not going to be a pretty game, but I, I think that they can win an ugly game. And it might be an ugly game tonight. I, Denver – arguably should be a very clean offense and it should go fairly smoothly for them. But it, it's also possible that you see this happen in football all the time where it just turns into nobody can score and just a grind it out game. I mean, Tampa Bay versus Cowboys was not a nice game. Like you said, just ugly game the whole time. But Brady's able to kind of, you know, maneuver his way through all that. And that doesn't really bother him. He could win that type of game. I think Pete Carroll could also win that type of game. So I, I'm, I'm going with Seattle next week barring them looking awful tonight. So uh, I'll, I'll put that little asterisk in there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not rolling with San Francisco, not till, uh Jimmy G gets back in there. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with San Fran. Man, this is going to be – none of these – there's never going to be a moment where I convince you to like make your pick altered anyway. Like I'm going to introduce this and give a reason. You're not going to like just swap it by any chance, are you? Is, is that ever going to happen? Uh, I don't think so. I think that'd be a little unfair, especially since you already told me what your pick was, right? I don't always. Sometimes I I, I go on long enough. You want to make the first pick on the next one? Oh, it, it, it's either way. It wasn't like I was like, oh man. It's just like, I, you know, you make your picks, and lately, like you said, like kind of what we're gonna do with for like the rules. Like there has to be something that would really change for me to change my mind. All right, we got and, two. And the, yeah, the only thing I can think of is maybe something in this case with a. Uh, you know, there isn't necessarily like a material change, like, hey, the like quarterback got hurt, but just the, you know, it's week one. So a couple of these teams, we just haven't seen at all. So, you know, but I think I might be, I might be better off, you know, a little, uh, you know, you're not, no, no, no recency bias. All right. Next matchup is between two 0 and one teams, two struggling teams, Cincinnati Bengals versus Dallas Cowboys. 
I think this is going to be another realignment for Cincinnati where they're going to be like, oh, that's right. This is this is how you win games. And I think Dallas Dallas is still a solid team. I, I think that this backup quarterback, I think there's still hope for him. I'm not going to say they're going to be you know throwing out the whole season entirely here, but I think we this first week is going to be a little hard. And once he gets a little bit more reps with the first team, maybe there's a little bit more hope for the Cowboys down the road. But Cincinnati is going to need this win a little bit more than them. And I think they're going to just jump all over him again. This is... This is Joe Burrow's gonna. They're not gonna be able to score with Joe Burrow. I, I think that at the end of the day, he's just gonna be enough. Of, be enough of a victory for for Cincinnati. Who you got? Yeah, I do not have faith in uh, Cooper Rush, who is uh, the backup. And I did like what I saw out of uh, Jamar Chase. And I think that uh, Joe Burrow will uh, get, get get his act together. You know, it's a uh, you know still still a young young quarterback doesn't have it all figured out. So you know there are going to be some games like he had. Uh, yesterday they're just kind of kind of head scratching but I think he's got the weapons around him and uh, you know Dallas not having their their starting quarterback is uh, gonna be a problem that being said if Micah Parsons gets to him which he's gonna get to Burrow more than once and he gets one good lick on him and he's hurt that, that'd be unfortunate for the season but I, I I see that as a possibility where just one guy just makes a huge play on Burrow and, and then suddenly the whole outcome of the game has changed uh, all right, next matchup, Houston, Texas versus the Denver Broncos. We really haven't seen a whole lot from Denver, but I still imagine that even if they don't look so great tonight, they should be able to defeat the 0-0-1 Houston Texans. So I, I let Russ cook, right? Let's just let's just see what happens. Yeah, let Russ cook. Yeah, I think uh, he's gonna be he's gonna have a good night uh, tonight at his old home, and he's gonna be very excited. And I think the the crowd's gonna be. Very excited to have him at his uh, new home. All right, next game is another flag I have planted right here. It's the Arizona Cardinals versus the Las Vegas Raiders. All in on the Raiders, all out on the Cardinals. Not one nice thing to say. I They're lucky they even scored that game. It, it was garbage time. It, honestly, it wasn't even that close of a game. They got it just completely embarrassed and dominated, if you ask me, in the, this past week. And I don't think that's going to change. I think the Raiders are going to be just as dominant with them because I don't believe the Arizona Cardinals are a very good football team I expressed some concerns going in I, I don't like a, it's a really bad vibe over there and I think starting 0-1 and losing the way they lost last week they may hit the panic button it may even look even worse this week in kind of a you know could be another high scoring game here so I'm, I'm in on the Raiders give me Devontae Adams give me Carr Devontae Adams is really good man <laughs> he's just yeah the, the, the fingertip catch I mean the strength is just enormous hands just huge <laughs> Uh, good, good stuff for them. I, I got the Raiders. Who you got? Yep, I am sticking with uh with the Raiders. Hopefully, uh, Kyler Murray and uh Connor and those boys can uh, can step it up and you know make this a you know back and forth a uh, you know fun game. I think both the both these teams could put up some points. All right, ugliest matchup of the week, if you ask me. You got the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. I look the Packers, lock, lock of the week. Lock of the Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. Easiest lock of the week. Volier. Really? I no. The, the, the next match, Buffalo versus Tennessee at home. That's that's the lock of the week. I I got Buffalo, but I will also go with the Packers. But I'm not locking them in. I, I look Fields. I'm can, not locking the Packers in. I'm locking Aaron Rodgers in. <laughs> All right. So what? Rodgers gonna have 40 points in fantasy this week? He's gonna have a lot. Don't you worry about him. I actually don't think he's going to. I think Aaron Jones is going to have a huge fantasy week, or A.J. Dillon will have another good fantasy week. Great call by you, 
good value this past week. AJ got a lot of reps, a couple touchdowns, I think. And maybe the only good thing you could say about the Packers, just just struggling, just struggle. Uh, oh, but the, the Aaron Rodgers threw a threw a dime to uh, I can't remember the the, the guy's name the uh, the, the rookie and uh, he, just, he just dropped it. It was gonna be a seventy yard touchdown. I did see that one. That that was that was rough. So it, you gotta come you gotta come down with that. And when something like that I feel like happens so early on, I mean you gotta move past it. But I think it just sometimes you just you know you get in a funk and then it just uh, you know you, you can't blow opportunities in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not locking in the, the the Packers at all in this week. I will pick them in the weekly matchup where Chicago kind of won last week. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they, the real deal here. They still they still another game here. They're two and zero. Packers are zero two. I'm I'm not saying it's a lead that nobody could overcome, but it puts a lot of pressure on Green Bay. There's certainly expectations there. I don't know if they have nearly the same expectations in Chicago. So um, that, that's that's about the nicest thing you could say about Chicago at this point. So uh, I got Green Bay. You got Green Bay. Next game, I'm locking in the Buffalo Bills. Tennessee Titans versus the Buffalo Bills. I don't like Tennessee. I I wasn't impressed by anything. I think there's some serious flaws there, and I think Buffalo is just a bad matchup for them where they're going to be forced to have to score, and the advantages of Henry's, you can kind of grind it out. But if you're always down, it, it's kind of hard to run the ball. Clock just keeps ticking. So I, I see the strengths for Buffalo just overwhelming uh, Tennessee here. Who you got? Uh, I have Buffalo, but uh, similar to Kansas City, I think it's going to be a uh, a closer game. Not letting not letting my recency bias, you know, just like you know what these teams are good, but you just don't blow out teams every week. So that's that's what I'm going with. Lock of the week. You got a lock of the week then, other than Rogers being a lock of the week. Well, how many locks of the week do you need from me? I already gave you one. You, you, well, I thought you were going to lock in a team. Well, yeah, it's Green Bay. That's where Aaron Rodgers plays for. Oh, all right. So you are locking in that one. I, yeah. I, I thought you were just locking in the player. Like, just play him, not the team. Oh no, no. There's a lot of the red flags there, but I think Aaron Rodgers. He's gonna. He's gonna. He knows what he's doing against the Bears. Man, I kind of want to. I may go back and pick Chicago now. If you're gonna pick that as a lock, I don't think that's a lock at all. Like that. I. It's, I don't think it's a lock enough that I may go pick Chicago. It's just, just to Ooh. prove to you. Old. That's not a lock. I, I I wish there was a like a like a spread on this to some degree where it's like yeah I, I'll take the Bears but you know you got to give me a couple. <laughs> All right, last game. Uh, we got two Monday night games coming up as well. So that yeah. last one's Monday night. Do you it, like what's, this? What's the reason for that? Normally, there's two Monday games today. The first one of the year, and I feel like it's come up. I'm looking at it now. The early one is on ESPN, and the late one's on ABC, and I. I have like this inkling that like we talked about it on the podcast, but I was wondering, like, can you remember why it's week two and like what what's going on here? Uh, actually, I, I, I do, I do have a, a, a is uh is there an award show on a Sunday night tonight or Monday night tonight? Uh, I like the Emmys or something tonight. Is on that s- not in the winter time? I have no idea. I don't. Know. I think there's an award show tonight on on ABC, and that's that's who's got the Monday night games. I, there's something uh, on ABC tonight. Okay, that would be something where it's like we talked about it, but why? Like nothing's like. I, I think you there's know, very clear. I think there's an event or something being broadcast on ABC tonight after the game, and that that and that's why there isn't one tonight. I to, that's just a guess. I'm just saying that, and maybe you know what people. The one thing I'll say is I, I like the doubleheader. I don't like it on the first week though, because in the first week I'm I'm not in football shape, man. Right? I'm exhausted from watching Red Zone for that many hours. It's just so much action. There's so much going on. 
It's a whole lot to keep track of. I have way too many fantasy teams that it's it's exhausting from. I don't need the doubleheader on the late night Monday. I'm I'm fine with that. I, these games also they need to. I wish they would always start at seven fifteen. Like why do they always have to start at eight thirty? It's just way too late. This is just to the whiny East Coast person over here just being upset about over over things like that. Um, all that being said, I guess I guess it's all right. These are actually some decent matchups. Uh, the last one's here, Minnesota versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm rolling with Philly here. I I like Justin Jefferson and all that, but I I, I think this is going to be a a dueling game where I think just, I just I don't like Cousins. I think Cousins is gonna is gonna blow this. I see Cousins throwing more, making more mistakes than Hurts, and it's not to say this is a close game and that it's gonna be a landslide. But I I like Philly a little bit more. Who you got here, Minnesota, Philly? I am going with Philly. Going with Hurts. I was looking up trying to find out. Uh, ABC has the football game on tonight. I think this might be one of the ones where it's like dual broadcasted. So it's on ESPN and ABC. So I have no idea why there's two next week and only one tonight. It, you know, it could be scheduling. Uh, the travel. You know, the, there's a reason all of the play. All the teams play the in the order that they play them. There, there's some strategy. In I that. can. Uh, I just. Uh, it seems like I always remember it was the first. First Monday of the year is always two, and then it just won the rest of the time. So I, I don't know. All right. Well, those are our picks for the week. Don't forget to fill yours out if you are in the group. It'd be a real shame to. He can be hard to catch up. I'll tell you that. If you if you if you miss a week, you're pretty much done. You're basically Notre Dame. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, but it's, it's basically how it works. It's college football. So fill out your picks, make your picks. Uh, if you want to play weekly against us, you know, send send Zach your picks uh, before kickoff on Thursday or Sunday or whatever works out and. In the honor system, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll acknowledge if you have a, a decent week, but you're probably not going to beat us, so it's fine. Uh, all that being said, let's talk about some other sports right now. Let's do uh, let's do the NBA expansion tourney and possible expansion. I, I think I might have mentioned my did I tell you about the, the, the what most likely scenario where LeBron's next team is that Seattle ends up being an expansion team. And they have a ton of draft picks, so they're able to use one on Bronny and that's where LeBron tire retires over there. Like that's, that's how it works. We get Seattle with a well, whole bunch. Why of Why would LeBron want to go up to Seattle? I think there's something cool about Seattle that the players are acknowledging that there's some history there and they, they realize that there's such a gap that they can fill in all of the history of the gap. Like that could be all of them. It, it stops at Gary Payton and the next one in line is them. You, you have entire history with, with some history, but not enough history that you can just fill just in and take over. Uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, absolutely. What did he ever do for Seattle? He's pretty good from what I remember. I mean, okay, he only yeah. played there for two years. That's cool. Did they win anything? Did they make the playoffs? They didn't win anything in OKC. Yeah, so what? They're supposed to bow down to like he's the greatest thing in the world? He didn't win anything. I don't know. Who you're talking about that's like, yes, I would love to go to Seattle and carry on Gary Payton's legacy. No, no. I'm saying there isn't a carry on a legacy. You get to just make your own legacy. You become one of the guys immediately. Like, like Why don't you, we just do that in Las Vegas where you're actually doing it for the first time? Okay, you could do that. It's, it's a fair argument. I'm, I'm saying it's LeBron. I don't think LeBron's going to have his fair choice to everything. I think there's going to be teams like this that are going to be the only ones interested in him at this point. Now, everyone's talking about what LeBron wants to do. Do, do you think Bronny wants to play with his dad? I'm terrified that he's just going to be so unprepared and so underqualified that it's just not going to be fair. We've seen it before. We saw. 
as of right now, like based on his uh like his college, you know, coming in as a as a recruit, like he is not on that, you know, list of guys that's going to like the blue bloods like automatically like, yep, this guy is a one and done for sure. He's more of like, I might stay in college for a little bit and like he's gonna have to have things go his way. You, you know, like he's gotta work hard, he's gonna have to be in the right situation, like everything's gonna have to work out for him to even be a, a second round pick on his own. Now there's the whole conversation of if you draft him, even if he doesn't play, if he's on your team, then you get LeBron and you know, LeBron's getting older and older, but there could still be some sort of like, if you're drafting a LeBron caliber player with your second round pick, maybe that's worthwhile. I heard somebody make an interesting take on this. I don't, maybe one of us has mentioned this before in the past, but we've pretty explicitly said that if you're on a LeBron James team and you're young and trying to rebuild, that just doesn't exist. LeBron doesn't like young guys. He doesn't rebuild young guys. And the idea that he's suddenly going to take the back end of his career to suddenly start working with young guys, specifically his son, who's probably as underqualified as any young guys he could have played with. He's not going to be as good as Wiggins. He's not going to be, you know, whatever, the young Kyrie, all, all these other guys that LeBron has essentially gotten tired of and never actually wanted to play with. I, I, I think... I think it's weird that he's going to just flip to being a different guy. And I don't know if that's going to work out. Like what if LeBron is just a terrible teammate if for a rebuilding team? Like, like is that really shocking? Cause I, I think he doesn't know how to turn this off. I think it's always pedal to the metal championships or nothing. Like, like Brady's not going somewhere and rebuilding. <laughs> he's playing to win. I, I have a hard time thinking that even five, whatever years down the road or whenever this happens, that LeBron's going to be like, yeah, you know, I really care about winning anymore. It's really about my son who, you know, I'm just trying to make good enough to be in the NBA. I, I don't see that happening, but I still like my Seattle theory. I still think that's far above more likely than anything else. I mean, do you think the Lakers are going to draft this guy just so they can keep him? That's not going to happen. I think that's why he signed the two year extension. So then that way, when Bronny's uh, uh, eligible for the, for the draft, he's, he can, you know, do. He'll be a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. Well, I, I don't see that happening. Uh, but we'll see if the expansion happens. That seems more or less like it's it's going to happen. Are the cities you mentioned already the the two they're planning on Seattle and Las Vegas? Yeah, it's it's interesting because uh, Adam Silver said, you know, we're not looking to expand at this time during the finals in June. So like a few months ago, but now it seems like the rumors are uh, heating back up. Uh, and sounds like they're going to make a formal announcement regarding the two expansion teams during preseason games in Seattle and Las Vegas this year. So uh, I feel like this has always kind of been a rumor and these were always going to be the cities, but now it seems like maybe we've taken one, even if it's just a small step, we've taken a step closer to it. Uh, definitely will be interesting uh, content and just everything NBA of, okay, there's going to be expansion. Now you get to, uh, draft guys it's you know like a little bit of fantasy come to life and trying to figure out on your team who you want to protect and who's going to be uh you know left open and how that team does the first couple of times uh you know early on where it's like yeah you don't quite have the the, the cream of the crop uh how they deal with uh draft picks uh will definitely be uh, be interesting as all that comes out and you know we'll we'll have a podcast that you'll be going like all right so what seven guys on the celtics do you want to protect and i'm sure that'll uh, go very smoothly for us all right, so we have expansion coming. We also have an NBA season midseason tournament. Now, is it even midseason? Because from my my reading, it's like early season. Yeah, that was a surprise. That was always one of my uh, 
anti-in-season tournament was I thought they were going to try to do it at closer to the dead part of uh, of the season for the NBA, which is March, where it's like, are you really going to try to put a tournament against March Madness? Like, that would just be terrible. But uh, Shams came out and said, there'll be games in November and then a single elimination final in December. Now, I saw that there's some crazy math stuff going on here where the schedule works out that you don't actually play any additional games, that there'll be floating games or whatever to make up for whoever loses, and then, then that that's like an additional matchup. And then it'll count towards your regular record? Is it is that all possible? Is, is, that, is that what I read? Uh, if you make the final of the play-in tournament you will play one more game but yes everybody else will still play the uh the standard amount of games the 82 schedule all right and what do you get if you win i don't think all of the uh all of the rules and like for sure what it's going to be uh the earliest this could start would be next not this upcoming season the following season but i was seeing a uh one million dollars per player okay i'm is is that enough? Like, how many guys are being like, yeah, I'll take the rest. <laughs> that's 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 what my concern is. We already got these guys resting, and I think they're trying to make this like, hey, you know, this is you know the mini playoffs. But I just, if they don't do it correctly, it turns into like the slam dunk contest, where like you got some young guys, and it's like, oh, yep, this is this is kind of cool for them. But you know, the real guys that you actually want to see, and you like, normally in November, December, these guys are still pretty healthy, and you get to see them play. But now, if it's a, eh, well, like LeBron, does LeBron care about this? Does this make it so almost as a, you know, like a Roger Clemens did later in his career of, hey, you know what? I'm actually not going to start until January. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll do, uh, you know, maybe he'll start at, you know, Christmas. You know, if this is right, if this thing ends right before. Uh, you know, before Christmas, and then I, yeah, that, that's when he'll start. But just, yeah, I, I'm not going to play this uh, beginning. But, yeah, I agree with you because the season starts in mid-October. So if you're doing this in November, you've only had about a month uh, worth of games before this. Maybe there's no reason to rest anybody then because it is so early versus if it was late in the year. It's like, well, you know, they just played for, like, you know, five months. Maybe there was strategy in making it then for that reason of, like, well, come on, you've only been playing, like, two weeks. Like, what? What do you mean you need rest? Like, let's let's do this. Look, best case scenario for this, it's it's Memphis versus Cleveland, and it's something like that where it's young team versus young team, guys that maybe are making some money but wouldn't be shy about having an extra million in their back pocket. I think there are teams like that that exist that may be still enticed by this. I I just don't think that it's going to be the top dogs like you said of of LeBron and all that. Now, the interesting one is like Giannis because Giannis just doesn't want to lose. I don't think it has anything to do with the money. We're supposed to win a game. I want to win the game. We're supposed to win another game. I'm going to win the next game. There would be something interesting by somebody motivated like that. I don't see him turning that off ever. And and I think there's a there's a Jordan degree of, of obsession of like, no, I play to win. There's no other reason to play. All right, no minute restrictions. No, don't do that to me. We're playing to win. And hopefully that'll encourage other guys around the league to to do that. I, I can still see this being fun. I, I'm okay with it. The NBA is in such a good position right now. I like the money's coming in. The talent pool is good. The teams are pretty fair across the board. I think it's a good time for expansion. But this is this is a worthy experiment because what do you have to lose? This isn't going to hurt the product in any way. If anything, this is a new thing to talk about. We talk about it for two years. We complain about it for two more. And then we cool. change it in two more. Like it's just Content, content, content. NBA gets talked about whether it works or it doesn't work. 
I just hope that they do it smartly of, okay, you're going to do it in November and December. What else is going on in November and December? Football all the time. So don't try to put a game on, on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, do it. First round is Tuesday. Next round is, uh, or yeah, next round is Wednesday. And then the championship is, uh, you know, on Friday. For sure, not the most popular time people are watching TV, but don't go head-to-head with college football and don't go head-to-head with the NFL because you're going to lose. Well, maybe yeah, it's like those games would have been on those nights anyways and losing to college football or regular football, NFL football regardless. So I don't know if the tournament is really going to make an alteration to that. Like I don't know if people are supposed to watch this. I think it's just supposed to be more fans and an interesting game. If you want to watch football that night or you want to watch basketball that night, there's there's an option for not just a regular season game, but a game that has slightly more stakes. Like is it, is it still not of enough value? Uh, it, uh, that's what I mean. Is like if they don't pull this off right, it's going to be so lame. This is going to be one of these things where uh, you know maybe it's not one of those young teams. Like it's like a little bit older. Uh, like I'm trying to think of uh, of an example. Um, like the Clippers, the Clippers come out this year, all their guys are healthy and they win, you know, whatever we're going to call this in season tournament. I'm sure they'll come up with a fantastic brand sponsored name. And then I think there'll be like a story that comes out like the day after a couple of days later, like, Oh, I had you guys party. You celebrate. It's like, eh, yeah, kind of. And then it finds out like they left the trophy at the arena. Like they didn't even take it with them. It's like, ah, no, nobody cares. It's, it's a possibility. But what what do you want this value to be? Do you want it to be home court advantage? Do you want it to decide which conference has home court advantage? Do you want it to count as more wins for for the regular season to to alter that? Like is that is that fair? Because the other thing is to make this work, like you are you you have concerns about you know, the functioning of it. You have to give it some value, and you give it some value. Now you're really changing with the product versus you're trying to keep it the schedule all the same and that almost doesn't add enough value to it. So there's a really weird line, like you said, between making a little change and a really big change. And then some of these changes are just too much of a change where I don't think it makes any sense anymore. I don't know what the right value is, but I think there has to be a better reward than just a million dollars for each player. Just for us to care about it as fans. Like, why am I watching this? I'm not watching this to these guys that already make way more money than me to make even more money than me for me to be happy about a fake trophy. It's just like, what? So the winner, what? The winner gets into the Hall of Fame. Like, what? It doesn't mean anything. This is there's nothing here. That's why they, they gotta they gotta do this carefully, and maybe they're doing something behind the scenes to make sure that the the players are bought in, and they're not gonna beforehand say, "Hey, yeah, we're not really taking this seriously." Like, they come in like, "Oh no, like this is important to us. Like, we, we love the idea of this in season uh, tournament. This is this is gonna be fun." Because uh, if they don't, it's gonna come off as as lame. And the thing is, when they make a change like this, this is not for you and me. We are already watching a ton of basketball. I mean, for sure we can watch more, but we're pretty close to capacity. This is for the casual fan. This is how do we get more casual people, get a little more money squeezed out of people, like people that are on the uh, you know on the fence that maybe only really watch the playoffs. But now that there's more playoffs, well now they'll make that a uh, um, a priority. But I'm I you know I'm a little concerned you know selfishly that it's gonna just be way more rest it's not gonna be that cool and it could like mess up uh fantasy basketball which is like those are your like core people if you got guys playing fantasy basketball but you don't want to lose those guys look it might not mess up anything you may get like a all-star superstar performance out of somebody because they suddenly want to win this damn tournament you would have never got that effort in regular season 
I, look, I, I, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't. I just have always been kind of, kind of against it. But I know it's not for me. Well, that's all right. We'll get it all figured out by. Uh, you know, we still got a little bit of time for basketball kind of kicks off here. Uh, but that's it for us this week. Thank you as always for listening. Make your picks if you're in the league, and good luck in fantasy this week. Because I don't know, we're four zero. We're four zero. How, how are you doing? Ready to go. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, we'll maybe talk a little MLB next week. Uh, sorry we didn't have enough time today, but it's we're not a baseball podcast. It's fine. Uh, go Pats. Let's let's just just a little bit better. Minor improvements, baby steps. Let's get better. Little column A, little column B.